Jupiter, he really enjoys using going through the nine steps, and he enjoys using the music app. Yes. Can you just share a little bit about what you've seen with him enjoying the tutoring and also enjoying to read now? Yeah, that is that still uh, it kind of just takes my breath away, and is so almost shocking to me when I catch him just reading casually. Um, when you have a child who you know, couldn't memorize his letters, you know, going on a couple years working on that to reading four or five letter words, spelling, spelling difficult and challenging words that I think are even above his level. It's just, it still catches me off guard. And it's so, um, it's so amazing and fulfilling to see that. And I could see how, like you mentioned, how proud he is of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think, I think we both felt very kind of hopeless because we didn't know what was wrong. We didn't know, you know, why these things weren't sticking. And so, yeah, it's, he, he actually um, enjoys reading and he's actually, I mean, for how much he's had to catch up, he's actually really good. that um, a lot of parents are asking me is, how do I know if my child has dyslexia? I want to share something with you that I have used um, many years in my uh, teaching years when I was in the classroom as a special ed teacher. And I want to share my screen with you so you can take a picture of it. So get your phone out. And I'm going to share this with you. And I'm also going to read about three items in each grade, starting with preschool. So some of the things you can look for if your child is preschool age, difficulty with segmenting syllables, as in songs, difficulty keeping rhythm, as in clapping with songs, and um, early development, late in acquiring spoken language not reaching milestones in language development. I'm going to finish this with if they have early ear infections or if you have a family history of reading difficulties because dyslexia does have, I think they said a 45% genetic component. The other dyslexia is developmental and that could be due to environmental. Maybe your teacher, your child's teacher hasn't been trained properly which is happening right now. And maybe your child had a substitute teacher for a long time that didn't know what he or she was doing, unfortunately. So anyway, some of the markers for kindergarten, difficulty with awareness of words as a unit, difficulty segmenting words into syllables, difficulty with rhyming. That is very, very important. Rhyming, first grade. Lack of understanding of book reading. Um, Entered not knowing letter names and sounds in first grade. Phonological awareness difficulties. Cannot really hear sounds correctly. So there's actually intervention for kindergarten and first grade that gets them ready for the intervention that we provide for first, second, and third grade. So in second grade, 
reverses the beginning letters, you know, for bark or dark, substituting similar letters for another, sheep instead of sleep, reversing whole words, on for no. So would you take a picture of this if you haven't already? And this will help you. And then um, for grades three and above, poor decoding skills, inability to recognize initial and final sounds of words, overuse of context clues and guessing, inability to see patterns in words. So I can't <laughs> read all of these to you, but I really hope this will help. And you've taken your pictures because you need a multi-sensory reading approach to help teach dyslexic children. One of the other things I wanted to share was my last um, two and a half years in a public school, I was actually teaching math. And it was pretty amazing that I was teaching a lot of dyslexic children in a reading intervention class I also taught, but they were in my math class. And we had a really fabulous school psychologist who got promoted to the district office now. And she gave us the gold standard of how to provide intervention for the students. And so I wanted to share some of the interventions that are given. Um, I think in, instead of giving them the Orton-Gillingham uh, reading intervention for dyslexia, because students will have auditory processing deficits if they have dyslexia. So some of the most popular interventions we added, like for the classroom accommodation, use of visuals with the lectures, repeat and check for understanding as often as needed or requested. And there's a few more, but those were the, the you know, ask the student to repeat her understanding of information. When a teacher has a class of 45 students or even a class of 25 little wiggly first, second, and third graders, it's really hard for the teacher to be doing that, especially when the other students are demanding her attention as well, or if she gets taken out of class to conduct it, to go to an IEP, or if um, they have drills or all the different interruptions that the classroom seems to have, they're not always available to, to check for understanding. So to assist with visual motor integration deficits, we would have a note check, a notebook check, and have a note buddy, allow the child to use graph paper, provide written outlines so that there are fewer steps um, to process. And again, this puts so much extra work on that teacher. And it's interesting because I've had teachers who are general ed teachers say, I didn't want to be a special ed teacher and it's turning me into a special ed teacher. Well, it's really not. They're just putting a lot of demand on the general ed teachers to be accommodating um, the special ed kids. So another uh, deficit is attention deficit, ADD. Okay, so what accommodation we write in is Offer frequent promptings and redirecting. Chunk your lengthy assignments. 
Check with students to ensure their understanding and the expectation of assignment. Well, that just sounds like regular protocol for all the students, right? But that's something they're writing in to, um, you know, for the accommodation because they're not giving the child the intervention he or she needs for reading for dyslexic kids. Another one is um, they may have expressive or receptive language deficits. So you want to, they'll write in, help the child with organization, allow more time, shorten the assignments, provide less reading material and more reading time. Well, those are great, except the child needs intervention. And then we also have perceptual difficulties, memory difficulties. There's a lot of emphasis on chunking the assignment. So you see, here's the whole assignment. We're gonna do these little parts to get to the overall assignment completion. Um, don't present two pieces of information together if they could perceptually be confusing. Highlighting the important characteristics of new material. And I would think that would be a general practice for teaching the whole class. We also have categorization, um, grouping things together as they are a category. And many kids have the reading comprehension deficits. So some of the accommodations we write in are allowing predictions of comprehension based on the pictures, the subtitles, and the graphs. And uh, questions can be asked before the reading to help them pay attention when they're reading. And self, having the child self-monitor and self-evaluate, you know, um, break up their shorter passages and summarize shorter passages. So if you're a parent homeschooling your child, these, these tips might be helpful for you if your child has any of these deficits. But I really want to urge you, provide that intervention for your child who has dyslexia. Because... He really enjoys using going through the nine steps, and he enjoys using the music app. Yes. Can you just share a little bit about what you've seen with him enjoying the tutoring and also enjoying to read now? Yeah, that is that still uh, it kind of just takes my breath away, and is so almost shocking to me when I catch him just reading casually. Um, when you have a child who you know, couldn't memorize his letters, you know, going on a couple years working on that to reading four or five letter words, spelling, spelling difficult and challenging words that I think are even above his level. It's just, it still catches me off guard. And it's so, um, it's so amazing and fulfilling to see that. And I could see how, like you mentioned, how proud he is of himself. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think, I think we both felt very kind of hopeless because we didn't know what was wrong. We didn't know, you know, why these things weren't sticking. And so, yeah, it's, he, he actually um, enjoys reading and he's actually, I mean, for how much he's had to catch up, he's actually really good.
they just don't learn it on their own. It has to be a one-on-one -on -one intervention. And if you need your school to assess your child, you need to ask them to assess your child. So if you feel kind of awkward, how do you ask your school to assess your child? You can go to my website, dyslexia-solutions.com and download my free letter. Okay, it can't be any easier than that. Download the letter, fill in any of these things I've read even, or if you took a picture of what the, what the deficit looks like in the classroom, write some of those in there if your child has those and your school will have to get back to you to assess your child. And the neat thing is when your child is assessed, the school will pay for your intervention. So if you need someone to provide that intervention, reach out to me as well. I have tutors that are trained and ready to help your child. And we look to tutor the students two to three days a week, and we're doing this on Zoom. So thank you for listening. Thumbs up. Like this if this has helped you. And I hope you share the heck out of this. Just share this with every parent you know. And write a comment if you want. Subscribe to my channel. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, my website is dyslexia-solutions.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast in its entirety. If what we shared today has inspired you, would you please visit our website, dyslexia-solutions.com, and consider making a donation so that we can keep these podcasts going. Also, please subscribe to our channel and find me on, on Instagram, Marianne Sintron. Thank you again for tuning in, and may God bless you.